Hello, my name is Dustin Lindbergh. I'm a visually impaired person from Maple Grove, Minnesota. If you look on the map, uh, Minnesota is broken up into two metro areas, the St. Paul metro area and the Minneapolis metro area. Maple Grove is a part of the Minneapolis metro area, and we are on the west half of the river because Minnesota, like the lower half of the state, is divided by the Mississippi River. So if you live on the west side of the Mississippi River, you're in West Minnesota. If you live on the east side of the Mississippi River, you're in East Minnesota. So I grew up my whole life in West Minnesota. And West Minnesota is different than East Minnesota because East Minnesota is woodland, beautiful waterfalls, um, stuff that Minnesota promotes on TV. And there's a lot of parks in East Minnesota, um, accessible bike trails, more nature stuff because of the Great Lakes and all the creeks and all that that come from the Great Lakes. So Minnesota uses East Minnesota to promote advertisements on TV so people can come visit. West Minnesota, we, we used to be the prairie lands. So we just turned all the prairies into pretty much cornfields. So we're more farming country. And um, we have the Mall of America, we have the airport, we have more of the things that you use to get into Minnesota or shop in Minnesota. And then once you're done shopping and getting to Minnesota, that means a lot of people take the bridge and then they go over to East Minnesota to do the nature stuff. So my whole life when I go into rural areas, I've been surrounded by cornfields, cows, um, that kind of stuff. But a lot of the people growing up in East Minnesota, they're more in, you know, the forests, the, the creeks coming from the Great Lakes and all that stuff. So we have two, like, kind of two different cultures. But, but when you get to North Minnesota, when, like, you're going up the river, up past St. Cloud, there's a lake where the Mississippi River begins. So um, that lake, once you get past that, you're considered North Minnesota in a lot of people's opinions. So, um, and then when like you're going south of the Minneapolis-St. Paul Metro, once you get down to Mankato on the um, west end or Rochester in the east end, you're considered South Minnesota. So... Those are kind of the barriers we use. Um, my whole life in Minnesota is spent in the west part of Minnesota. Um, I grew up in St. Cloud, so I was, I grew up in the very top of West Minnesota, and then after got visually impaired, I had to move to the city so I can go to school, college and work. So then I moved to Maple Grove because the it was the most affordable on my income that I could live to close to Minneapolis because Minneapolis is more expensive area because 
most of the homes are new and most of the apartments are new and have built in the last like 20 years. So um, it's super expensive. But if you live in the St. Paul side of the river, the East Minnesota, St. Paul is one of the oldest cities in Minnesota. So the homes are really old and the apartments are really old, but they're more affordable because they're old. Well, Minneapolis is a newer city. Everything's being built in the last 30 years. So um, the, the condos are newer, the apartments are newer, the homes are newer, the roads are newer, the buses they use are newer, the trains they use are newer. And because everything's newer, it just costs more money to live there. So Maple Grove was the most affordable. I can move in that still had public tr transportation access. Um, I'm visually impaired. Um, I've been visually impaired my whole life. Um, I went to go get my eyes scanned and they said that um, my optic nerves are pink so or lighter color. So it's not my physical eyeball that's wrong with me. It's my optic nerve that's wrong. Um, me being visually impaired has affected my relationship with my family, I'm going to say, because most of my family lives up in St. Cloud where there's no public transportation. So I don't get to see them a lot because um, they live in an inaccessible area. And it's hard for them to even see me because St. Cloud to Maple Grove, where I live, is about an hour drive. And um, it's along the freeway, you know, freeways with drivers get packed, traffic, um, noisy. So it's a pain in the ass for me to see them. And it's a pain in the ass for them to see me. So we don't see each other a lot. So I'm going to say the only negative about my um, vision problem is I don't get to see my family a lot. So when I do get to see them, it's a very special occasion. Um, but... When I do see them, we're, we're close and I can almost share anything with them. So a lot of times now with technology, like me and my family, we talk with each other through text messages because they know I can't drive to see them and they don't want to drive an hour to see me because of all the traffic and stuff on Highway 94. Um, yeah, so that's about me. And then... Last month, I graduated from Hennepin Technical College in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Brooklyn Park is here on the Minneapolis side of the river. It's the city next to me on the east of me in Maple, when I live here in Maple Grove. And I got my associate's degree in IT support. Um, I work at a place right now called Data Recognition center um or also it's called data recognition solution solutions or drc um and um what they do is their call center for school districts so um school districts say hey i'm having issues with this computer um they call me and I'm on the phone and I help them with those problems. So my job is pretty boring. I pretty much sit in a call service desk in cubicles and I pretty much help people with my, with their school problems. So my life is kind of pretty boring and, um, and the bus service I take is called Maple Grove Transit because I live in Maple Grove. So I take 
the Maple Grove Transit. And I just walk a mile to the bus station because in uh, Minnesota, if you live too deep in the suburbs, it becomes very car friendly. And the way the buses work is you drive or walk to a bus hub, and then the bus picks you up in the bus hub and then takes you to downtown Minneapolis. So um, because I live so suburban that I still buses, but not good buses, I have to walk to the bus hub. And then the bus bus then takes me to Minneapolis. Minnesota, um, they're, they're really car-friendly state because we get cold and people don't want to walk to the bus hub, wait at the bus hub, hop on a bus at negative 10 degree weather or negative 20 degree weather. So they just hop in their cars in their driveway and they just drive in their warm cars to work. So because us disabled people in Minnesota have been speaking out against the way things are, the state's slowly putting public transportation in. Is it the best? No, but it's better than nothing. And I encourage disabled people to move here because yes, our transportation is not the best, but living here is cheaper than living in places like New York City, San Francisco, Seattle, Washington. And then here in Minnesota, a lot of companies are nice. And if you're disabled and you walk into their company and said, hey, I'm blah, 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 and I want a job here, and I'm disabled, and this is how me as a disabled person will do the job, a lot of Minnesotans will hire you. So Minnesotans were not very discriminatory when it comes to disabilities if people with disabilities speak up and advocate for themselves. So, and I also own a Facebook group to help blind visually impaired people here in Minnesota. It's called uh, Minnesota's um, Blind and Visually Impaired Community. Um, I made the group because I realized that most of the groups on Facebook are by blind and visually impaired people who live in Austin, Texas, Florida, Miami, Florida, um, New York City, New York, Seattle, Washington, San Francisco. And I couldn't relate to them because they live in nice, beautiful, warm climates with public transportation everywhere and stuff. And I couldn't relate to them. So I made my own group and I've been posting posts about Minnesota and stuff in other groups so then more blind and visually impaired people can come move to Minnesota's St. Paul Metro and uh, Minneapolis Metro and they can live in one of these newer older apartments or rental townhomes because Minnesota we do have a lot of rental townhomes where where like you pay rent and then you pay association fee and then they mow the lawn shovel the driveway and all and do the roofing and stuff for you um and then you guys can walk into your local businesses and say hey I'm disabled and this is how I'll do this job get a job and live a more comfortable life on your social security and your part-time job than if you would, if you lived in an area like New York City, San Francisco, um, California, Miami, Florida, Austin, Texas, and Seattle, Washington. So, and then you can still have your basic public transportation services. So, yeah. I have been in the ACB Facebook group for about six years.
and I've been listening to a podcast called Blind um, Abilities for six years when I first joined Minnesota State Services for the Blind. Um, and then for, from there, I prefer to share Blind Abilities podcast in local groups around Minnesota because the podcast is made here in Fridley, Minnesota. So I am about promoting Minnesota Blind Podcast because they're made in Minnesota, the state I'm from, and I like to promote blind Minnesotans because I'm, you know, biased and I'm from Minnesota. So that kind of hope that kind of makes sense. Yeah, so um, in Blind Abilities, the podcast here in Minnesota, too, also gets state funding from State Sources of the Blind here in Minnesota. So they make a really quality podcast. And also, when I'm busy with work, because they work from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m., and then I walk to the bus hub near my work. And I get there at five and then I take the hour bus ride home. And you know what I mean? And then I cook supper, do some laundry, you know what I mean? And shave and that kind of shit. And suddenly it's like, oh God, it's almost now eight o'clock at night. And I just go on repeat. Um, I love my job. Um, because I have some vision, um, not a lot of my coworkers know that I'm visually impaired because I sit in a computer, we're all in our different cubicles and they can't see what I'm doing and they and I can't see what they're doing because of privacy in the IT industry. So yeah, a lot of my coworkers don't know I'm blind and visually or visually impaired because I I can function enough and pretend that I'm not visually impaired when I need to. Like I like when people when I don't need to, I don't deny that I'm visually impaired or blind. But people still here in Minnesota, they don't completely understand it. So a lot of times when I got my job at Total Wine, none of my that's like you know a big the big a big wine store here in Maple Grove, Minnesota. None of my coworkers know I was visually impaired because. They wouldn't let a blind person or visually impaired person do the cashier job. So my boss is like, don't tell anyone that like you're visually impaired because they don't like these the people at Total Wine. They won't trust you being cashier because they don't know if you can see the money. So I had to like pretend that I was sighted, you know, and I and I. Yeah, people thought it was weird because I had to look at the, I had to lean closer to the cash register to see the buttons. But I didn't, but people just talked at work saying I was weird, I was weird, I was weird. But they would never thought about it was my vision. So, and then they trusted me at the cash register because they just thought, oh, Dustin Lindbergh's just a weird guy. He's not a, a visually impaired guy who can barely see the money. And then when I was working at Toys R Us before they went bankrupt because of bad management decisions, I used to do the cleaning and the stocking the shelves. Well, the morning manager didn't know I was visually impaired because 
they because when I'm dusting and mopping the floors, you know, um, they want someone that can see. So my afternoon manager, when I was stocking shelves, knew I was visually impaired because I told them because they trust a visually impaired person to stock the shelves, but they don't trust a visually impaired person to clean. So my, my afternoon manager told me, not, don't tell my morning manager that I'm visually impaired because they won't give me a fully hour shift because my morning part was cleaning and my afternoon part was docking shelves. So then I had a full-time job. And she warned me not to tell my morning manager that I was visually impaired because they won't hire me for their shift and then I'll only be part-time because they didn't... Because a lot of sighted managers or managers on disabilities don't trust people with disabilities be able to clean and stock shelves. So I didn't, and um, and I was able to clean the store fine. The store was fine. The shelves were fine. So sometimes my I can fake not being disabled, and I feel bad for that. But it's the only way I got some jobs. Um. A lot of mom pop businesses, like my local bakery, my European bakery down the road here in Maple Grove, they don't really discriminate so much against me because of my disability because I can walk in there, show them my resume and say, hey, I'm visually impaired, but this is how I'll do this and you don't have to worry about me. Please hire me. It's the big corporate chains here in Minnesota, like Total Wine, um, Target, Best Buy. Um, that are afraid to hire disabled people, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but a lot of smaller mom-pa places here in Minnesota, if you walk in, like my local bakery that's ran by a Ukrainian lady down the street, about a mile down the street, if she hires a bunch of people with autism, high-functioning autism. So a lot of the mom-pa businesses here in Minnesota will hire disabled people without a problem. It's the big corporate businesses like the Target that's based the head that's based out of here in Minnesota, the Best Buy that's based here out of Minnesota, and a lot of the big corporation companies are the ones us, us disabled people have a problem with. Um, and at Cub Foods, when I was maintenance, changing light bulbs and stuff, they knew I was visually impaired. Um, but they didn't have me, like, sanitize, like, you know, when grocery stores, you're supposed to sanitize, like, the vegetable bins or the veggie bins and stuff. They didn't have me do that because I was visually impaired. But they let me, they did let me grab carts from the parking lot. They let me change light bulbs and all that stuff with my low vision. And then working at McDonald's, they had me clean because they said, oh, they had me prove myself, okay, you're low vision. Let's see what you can do. Then I proved myself because I worked nine months cleaning full time. I would clean all the stuff at McDonald's. And then eventually after I proved myself, they let me cook the fries. And then and then they were gonna have teach me how to cook, but I said, Okay, McDonald's, you're not being stable hours. I want more buyer pay. And then I left for Cubs. So I, I believe that all disabled people should work but hard part is none of these big corporate chains in the united states want to give them a chance like for me when i got this tech call center tech job 
I when I went when I was going through this TEP agency, I did not tell them that I was visually impaired or disabled because if they were, they were not going to take me serious because they're a big corporate entity. I only think the only time I told them when I was disabled is after I got the job. So now that I got the job, I'm slowly telling them, okay, this is not working. This is my accessibility needs at DRC. So the place I work. So yeah, I know this is not professional, but you can use these clips I'm sending you to put them together and see if your audience will even be interested in me because my life is pretty boring. Um, I live in a rental townhouse because it's cheaper than living in a brand new apartment. Um, and I go to work. Um, I take public transportation, the city bus to get to work. It normally takes me an hour. Um, and on the Metro Mobility bus, I call it Metro Mobility because, and a lot of people here call it Metro Mobility because, um, because it gets you there quick. Uh, Metro Mobility here in Minnesota means quick. It's a quick transportation method. Um, yeah, so we take the fastest buses possible. We take Metro Mobility. It's, it's, it's a faster bus route, we call it. Um, and we just try to live our everyday lives. And I do have some frustrations because I'm visually impaired. But my life, me being visually impaired, is way easier than someone who's completely blind. Because a lot of blind people in Minnesota, they even try to go to mom and pop places. And a lot of them are turned down because they have zero vision. To me, I have less of a struggle because I have some vision. So because I have some vision, companies have more faith in me to do the job than someone who is blackout, blackout. So I can, so my advice for blind people out there is start your own business. Because if you come to a place like Maple Grove, here I live, there's like hundreds of homes in the middle of all these home developments, there's a huge ass shopping mall. And the shopping mall is always looking for new tenants, new new restaurants, concepts to try. So if you call the shops at Arbor Lakes, for example, their call center and say, hey, I'm a vis blind and visually impaired person, and I want to start a restaurant in your mall for other blind and visually impaired people, and this is how I'm planning to do it. And you explain to, this, to the mall staff, this is how I'm planning to do it. And if they support your idea, they will help you set up a place in the mall. So Minnesota, we have a lot of mom pa malls. So call up mall management and say, hey, I want to start a business in your mall and I'm disabled. Can you please help me? And then a lot of the mall, because disabled people, if you don't want to be living on Social Security for the rest of your life, if you're completely blind, blind, you need to team up with other blind or visually impaired people and create your own business. And what you can, and because malls are dying because of Amazon, what so what, what they're doing is they're not looking for a normal JC pennies anymore. They're not looking they're, they're no longer looking for normal holes. They're looking for unique businesses like 
a restaurant made for blind people ran by a blind person take the mall because it'll bring a different experience to the mall and then a different experience to the mall will bring more customers to the mall so as a blind and visually impaired person you have to take opportunities like that because last week i went to ridgedale it's a big major mall in wayzata minnesota and Mazetta does have apartments and it does have public transportation, but they have a different bus system than Maple Grove because Wayzata has their own bus system. So I can't tell you about their bus system because I don't live there. So um, they have like on the second floor by the Dick Sporting Goods up there, they have a West African store that just sells shampoo perfume and cologne just from africa they don't sell any food they don't sell any masks they don't sell any candy it's just african beauty products from that were made in africa and they have been on the news making thousands in profit a day thousands because everyone in that area is like oh um ultra beauty is in every major city suburban city so they're not special but this african store it's one in a kind and it's in the mall and then it brings hundreds of guests every day to the mall just to check out the african store so you know I mean so if you call the mall and say hey i want to start a business and this is what i want to do the malls are so desperate to compete against amazon walmart and target.com here in minnesota that they will be flexible with you and they'll tell you what you need to do to start a business. And also here in Minnesota, you want to go to a credit union like Spires Credit Union, Wing Financial Credit Union, and then there's there's a bunch of other small ones because credit unions are nonprofits because they get funding, some funding from the state of Minnesota's taxpayers. So if you're disabled and you go to them and you say, hey, I want to start a business in this mall and it's going to be for disabled people. And this is this is the bus disabled people will take to get here or or you mean, for example, they will say, OK, let's talk, call them all together and then we can slowly build this thing up. Because if blind and visually impaired people don't team up together and work together to build this big business empire, our, our community will never improve. Um, it will never prosper. It will never grow. We, as blind and visually impaired individuals, need to say, okay, we're going to move, for example, to North Fargo, North Dakota, and we're going to help thousands of blind and visually impaired people move to Fargo, North Dakota, and we're going to build stores, we're going to build banking systems, we're going to build, because the issue is blind and visually impaired people in the United States, we're so spread out that we don't have the manpower to build our own society like how the Jewish people did, how the African American people did down in Atlanta, or how the German settlers did here in minnesota because we don't have enough people in one area to build a beautiful accessible land if us blind visually impaired people say okay all of us we agree to have babies blind babies adopt blind children and all live for example fargo 
North Dakota, and thousands upon thousands upon thousands of us move to one area, we can support blind grand grocery stores. We can support blind ran banks. We can support blind ran businesses. And no one will be able to stop us. We can make accessible sidewalks, talking street, you know those, those street lights that talk as you're like walking across the intersections? You can make cities full of those. You can build a city that has trains that'll take you from the city to the heart of the city and, and, and it's all accessible. It's because us blind, visually impaired people, we're so scattered. We all need to move to like one spot and make a mega city for the blind community, for the blind and visually impaired, and just and just build our empire. And then as we as blind and visually impaired people have more babies with each other, we'll have more population, and we can solely spend maybe 50 people to this city, 50 people to this city, 50 people to this city. And suddenly, you know, we have this huge, massive um, blind and visually impaired people media and business empire to conquer the world with so that's the issue with blind visually impaired people because one might live in miami florida another one might live in naples florida another one might live in fort myers florida another one li might live in you know what I mean so my goal in life is to make is to make every blind and visually impaired person know about minnesota and have them move here and then like like South Minneapolis area where there's good public transportation and new places to live, like St. Paul, where there's good new places are starting to build and public transportation. And if we all kind of, I want them all to kind of float to the, my fantasy is all these blind and visually impaired people will move to St. Paul, Minneapolis, Minnesota in the like our metro area. And when they join and we can build this massive, beautiful blind and visually impaired empire and where there's hundreds of people like us and and the sighted world will finally realize that we are we that we exist and we can't be ignored and that is my kind of dream that and that's why i promote minnesota so much because yes the sucky part is our weather here is cold but that's easy to solve. Just slap on a coat, slap on snow pants, slap on a pair of boots, and you won't even feel the cold anymore because you have the right clothing on. So that's my opinion. And, and you can take this recording, edit it to whatever you need. And I want you to put this recording on your podcast first. And, and just see if people are even interested in me. And then if your customers are interested in me, that's when we can kind of do a professional interview. Because I'm really busy. I'm like, today I have to do dishes. I have to cook meals for all week for my job. So I don't have to pay to go across the gas station and get food every day on my only half an hour break. So I'm really, really busy. So let's put out this recording first on your podcast and then we can um, see, say, hey, I, hey, this guy, Dustin Lindbergh, sent a recording to me and, um, 
and then you can play it on your podcast and then you can and then you can comment on what i'm saying between the clips like oh i disagree with what he's saying here or, oh i find this interesting add your own comments about what you found out about minnesota and if your p- people like it and then we can um do more podcasts we can do a real interview because i don't want to waste everyone's time with a sit down sit down when barely no one's not going to listen because i'm not interesting i'm not doing this to be famous i'm gonna say i'm doing this to just spread awareness about blind and visually impaired people and and i want thousands of blind and visually impaired people to come move here to minnesota like the minneapolis and st paul metro where there's public transportation mom pop businesses are willing to hire you like my ukrainian bakery down the road and just build a massive blind and visually impaired mega city and mega empire and we can be influential and We'll have every artist in the music radio station here in Minnesota be a blind or visually impaired person. And you know I mean, and I just want that. That's my dream. And it was nice talking to you. And um, just to let you know, I'm very busy. So I try to listen to blind or visually impaired podcasts when I can. But, uh, you know, I'm so busy trying to live life that... Um, I haven't really, you know, thought about how would this interview work. So if you let me know, we can meet sometime, some weekend in September, because this weekend's already have all booked out. Because um, next weekend is my graduation party. My cousin from Kenya is coming to Minnesota, and I have to bus down there, um, help them bus back to maple grove and i'm just a really busy person and and if you want if we don't have the time to do real recording interviews um i can keep on sending you clips like this you can keep editing them answering your questions and then you can phase them together and then you can have a whole podcast episode with just recording clips because if you use a, a an app like anchor from that Spotify nouns, you can edit small clips like this, put them together, and it sounds like you actually had a live interview. So because I'm so busy, if you have questions, you can email them to me once I email you these clips, you know, and then you can um, send me your questions and I can record them in voice memos, my answers. And then I can send them to you and you can use an app like Anchor to put the clips together. And then boom, you can sound like you have, well, you did a whole live podcast. And then you can be honest with them. Hey, this wasn't live, but I edited it, you know, and and so it sounds live because I'm really busy. I put all my time into my Facebook group that that spared and listening to blind visually impaired podcasts between like when I'm doing dishes and all that stuff. So I'm really busy because I'm the only one that runs my group. I'm trying to expand my group. I'm trying to spread my influence out there. 
um, there's an African-American lady who's on my group that I made admin. And she, I made her admin so she can post her YouTube videos that she makes on my group without only have to approve them. Because she would post like 20 videos that help blind, vision impaired people. Then I'm on my lunch break trying to approve all 20 videos and then approve other people's posts. And I just got sick of it, so I made her admin, for example. So now she can just post her posts, and 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 she can help me because she doesn't work, because she's a contact creator in Vermont, and then she can can she can help me moderate the group posts uh, because me being working full time, trying to take the bus home that's another hour, trying to take the bus to work that's another hour. So I'm like ten hours a day trying to do my life trying to shave shower do dishes make my meals my life is just very busy and um i hope you understand that so if you have any questions or stuff you can just email me and i can send you clips like this and we can make it work i hope you have a good day bye bye